It's the Almost Perfect Podcast. Welcome to the Almost Perfect Podcast, a celebration of fuck-ups, failures, and falling flat on your face. This is a podcast that believes you can learn from experience, but that experience doesn't have to be your own. Ha, I'm both perfect, and I'm a functional fuck-up. Let's learn from somebody else's mistakes. And today we're learning from Volani Mtembu. Now, Volani is a musician who you probably know from BFG, Big Fucking Gun, and worked with Moonchild Sinelli in the early days and throughout her career. And uh, I kind of know him as the guy who's trying to bring about Skynet. As far as I can tell, that seems to be the vibe. He's been doing some very interesting work lately with AI. He put out an album with AI. So the a- he put it out for the AI, essentially. It's called Nguni Machina. It's open source. You can check it out. Links are on his socials, which will be on this uh, show notes and stuff. You'll, you'll be able to go find the things you need to find to check that out. But yeah, he's doing work with VR. He's doing a lot of forward-thinking stuff with the Goethe Institute. And just in general is someone who has a lot of interesting ideas and is going bravely just head first into the future and we get we get a peek into what that is because it's happening man it's happening right now ai is creating music and who knows what that actually is going to mean in the long term but we do discuss a lot of the possibilities on this podcast i'm not entirely happy with some of his answers but (laughs) yeah man we we get into a lot of deep and interesting topics on this one so i think you're gonna enjoy it if you if you're someone who enjoys learning more about ai who thinks a lot about the future and you know what it all means what's going to be happening what is happening then yeah this one is for you this podcast is brought to you by you which means you can support it by going to patreon.com forward slash almost perfect There are multiple tiers there, $1, $5, $10. You can go check it out to figure out what the different vibes are there. But each tier, you will get sent a pack of stickers. No matter where in the world you are, uh, it might take a while to get them to you. But they'll they'll eventually get there. And if they don't, I'll resend them. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash almost perfect is how you can support this podcast. You can also buy a mug. They are 100 rand each. They've got the almost perfect logo on them. They are printed by the print room Durban. And they are 100 rand each. 10 rand from each sale goes to Sasongcare. Sasongcare is an organization by sex workers for sex workers that is working to decriminalize sex work and support sex workers in a number of different ways. So go check them out at sasongcare.org.za. I'm actually not going to do all the stuff uh, where I tell you about my life and all those things because this is a long as podcast. Uh, I did cut it down a fair amount. We, We got to about two hours at least, and then we chatted for another half hour after after the tape was turned off. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I think you're really going to dig it. Before we get into it, I do need to give shout outs to the patrons over at the $10 tier. Now, this is the titular titles tier. This is the titular tier. This is the top tier. It's the $10 tier. And at this tier, you get to pick your job on the podcast. So... Chief Sales Officer of Subtle Heresies in the Greater Overberg Region, Rousseau. Shout outs to you. Shout outs to Stephen Olafia, who is the executive producer. Shout outs to Karan Chetty, who is our assistant to the regional manager. Shout outs to Kath Jenkins, who is the inevitable ruler of the universe and Queen Swifty. Shout outs to Julian, who is the king. Shout outs to our spiritual advisor, Vishendra Naidu. 
Shoutouts to Karan Slemon, who's the almost perfect hedge fund manager. Shoutouts to Neil Green, who is the key grip. And shoutouts to Tyron Love, our pantsless weasel. We need to get him some pants. We need to get that weasel some pants. Somebody put some pants on that weasel. <laughs> we've also got our anonymous benefactor. If you don't know about this, we've got someone who wishes to remain anonymous. But if you can figure out who that is, I will send you a pack of stickers. I still won't tell anyone who it is, but I will send you stickers. And it can be a secret between you and me and them. So shout outs to the anonymous benefactor. And shout outs to our new patron at the $5 level, Russell Grant. Now, Russell is an old as fuck homie. And I greatly appreciate the support. It seems seems all of you doing well overseas, making making that foreign currency uh, able to funnel it back into <laughs> South Africa through the Almost Perfect podcast. So I greatly appreciate that. Thank you very, very, very fucking much. And yeah, so that's it. That's all I got to tell you right now. Because yeah, this is a long chat, and I know I know you can see the the time on this thing. And you were going, fuck, no ways. I don't think I'm going to listen to that whole thing. Especially if Bob does like a 20-minute intro. So no 20-minute intro today because here it comes. It's the Almost Perfect Podcast with Vilani Mtembu. So how are you living, Vilani? Hey, I'm well, brother. And yourself? Hey, bro. I'm good. Like I was chilling, like chatting to you beforehand. I'm finally back mm. at home. I'm finally like free to do whatever I want. And now I have to figure out what it is that I want to do. So yeah, I'm I'm in a good space. I'm in an interesting space, but I'm super keen to chat to you because you seem to be in a very busy space. Like you seem to be someone who is just doing so fucking much at the moment. So yeah, what's yeah. what what you been up to lately? Oh my goodness, the dreaded question. I, I felt this coming, brother. I was like, oh my god, not not that one. Because <laughs> uh, like, what do you so pick? Much. Yeah, <laughs> what do you pick? And also, oh man, you know. And you all, you always gonna leave something behind, obviously. Uh, you're always gonna forget something. No, when when you're as busy as you are, then you're going to leave something behind. Like for people like me at the moment, it's like, what do you do? I've got a podcast. Like there you go. Like it's a very dope podcast. A very you know, it's it's, it's the podcast, not just the podcast. So it's, you oh, know, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But <laughs> but yeah, what what you been up to? Yeah, man. So yeah, no. Um, just getting back to well, it's not like I really left, but I can I did kind of take a long break in music. You know, I've always taken music like sort of as a hobby, but like it's a very interesting hobby because it's That's the one thing funny that I'm... to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the thing that like I think I first like heard your name from. So that that's why it's just yeah. interesting to me that like you're like oh, music's a hobby where it's like music's the thing that like I first found <laughs> out about. Just, I was about to say just that when you I was like yeah I always thought of it. You, you, Bob, what is this? Is this are you also like what this podcast is like? What is it like a psychic thing also happening? What's <laughs> happening yet? I'm a bit because <laughs> I'm literally that was my literally. You know what's going on? No, yeah, man. Nah, yeah, definitely. It's the one thing that everybody knows before. Like, like when they start, of course, when they start, like the name. I'm the one. It's one thing that I'm most known for, like the music, and it's always been like, you know, I've always been like bit, even like uh, reluctant to even call my musician, uh, call myself a musician. It's a funny story why that came about because it's crazy because you know I have this admiration for. Uh, you know, like legends and people, you know, like everyone who's into music. I mean, you have to have uh, like, you know, your 
you know, your, your people that you look up to when you get into And you're like you know, a music like nerd. Nerd. Like, you're like a music ah, nerd, too, nerd. Too, too hard. Too hard, bro. I'm going too, too hard. Across genres, too. It's not yeah. like, a, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. And it's hard to pull something like that off because, I mean, each genres have purists and, like, sort of, like, people that are the people there. The fact that I've been very lucky throughout my career, which is like coming to close to twenty years now, to be to switch genres any at a you know at a very easily and still be respected at the highest level in that genre. Like if I just you know whether it's electronic or it's jazz, whether it's drum whether it's alternative, it's just it's a weird thing that I not many people I feel are very lucky to do, particularly people who are calling whatever the, the music that they do a hobby you know it's like dude your hobby is producing some crazy results you know but uh like i said like uh, i was really i've always been reluctant to call myself a musician like that because also um it's a funny story so i was reading this uh i was just going over checking out stevie wonder's discography i just like went to uh, to his wikipedia and uh the first line i think was i'm paraphrasing i'm not sure what it was but it had the, the sim- something similar to what i'm about to say it says uh stevie wonder was born you know the, the, the standard intro He's an American musician. I was like, wait, wait, wait. When when I read that, of course, it's a it's a normal thing. You know, that's what it is, and that's what the Wikipedia entry is gonna read that. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, wait. If Stevie Wonder is called a musician, <laughs> or you know, like, if, How about like I, I, don't know, I can't. Hmm. <laughs> David Bowie is a musician, bro. Those guys are musicians. Like, so hmm, there has to be a different way to re- relate to me. Like, I can't call myself. <laughs> that's another level you know no because we like i had a similar conversation in last week's episode with carpetorius where she was actually saying she struggles to call herself an artist and i'm like it's literally just a title to describe the thing you fucking do stop putting so much importance onto this yeah, thing man. like there's people who everyone like is a well can be a painter or whatever but then there's fucking da vinci you know like yeah. it's there's levels to the shit, but being great at the thing yeah. is like doesn't mean like being a musician doesn't mean you're a great musician. Yeah. Like the guy who plays like covers on a Sunday yeah. is a musician. Yeah. Like they could be a great musician. I wouldn't know because they're just playing covers of other people's yeah, songs, yeah. you know, to a group of people who don't even pay attention. Yeah. So I've got no no um feel like I just like threw some people under the bus there a little oh, bit. Yeah, uh, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, watch out. <laughs> no, it's yeah. no, because it's also like people on this podcast have said that they do that mm. and are good musicians. So, but all, all I'm saying is like, I don't think you need to put such a big thing to the title of musician. Like you are a musician. It's what you do. It's what you've done for so like, as yeah, you say, nearly yeah, 20 years. Really. So you need to you need to get over that fucking. Uh, yeah, I also need to stop calling it a hobby by this point, right? Because but it's not. It never been, exactly. You know I though, Bob. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I've never made money from music, so it's very hard for me to say like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> you know, I've had so many professional like nine to five, like probably you know throughout, because it's like, and of course you know how it goes. You use that money to fund this this whimsical thing that fund, fund the hobby. Yeah, to find the hobby. <laughs> so that's why I do that as well. I've been very fortunate to pull off like these weird projects. Like when we first met uh, Moonchild and she was like, you know, a poet. I was like, yo, she could be, you know, we could do something. That was like sort of like a project. But because, you know, I could, I did kind of have like a, a job, you know, I could like sort of like buy equipment and actually, because no one, no one wanted to fucking record us, bro. It was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What's, 
like with BFD, with BFD as well, you know, throughout my life, like, oh, it sounds like I'm like sort of name dropping shit like that, but I'm just mentioning because the stuff that I did. Oh, but that's shit you've done. Yeah, 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 it's weird, right? Yeah, because I've got so many stories. But the thing is, it's also like um, most of the projects that I do musically usually spare, you know, big spiral and become huge. But when we are doing it, it's hard to pitch the ideas to people like who have studios, who have all this access to things. Because it's usually left field shit all the time, almost all the time. And it's not like a con. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Moonchild was doing her thing for years you know, before anyone gave. You know, her no one. one listen, bro. There was five years after this first project. No one wanted to to listen to the to the thing, bro. Five years, I think, from two thousand and seven, because that's when we finished the record, and we were supposed to drop in two thousand nine. She had to move to Joe. We actually started doubting that what we were doing was any good. <laughs> you know, doubting, doubting ourselves, like maybe. Uh, this shit is not, it's not really it. And then she, she, the Rabula, the first album, she re-releases that same album as is. You know, this is not even like something, this is something you can go and just like, yeah, yo, suddenly, Bulani said that, yeah, we released that album exactly as it is in Joburg. Again, five years later, the one that we had done and people were not fucking with, as is, and it gets nominated for Best Summer for First uh, uh, Alternative uh, when she signs with the Postpost. I think it was with Postpost label or something. I think uh, I'm not sure which label it was. Yeah. I think that was could have been. Post. Yeah, yeah. But literally, there was that was that, that album was the same album. The sweetings here and there, <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's like, yo, okay. So we have to wait five years for people to like, oh, okay, now we get it. The very same album, like literally the lyrics and everything, like. Like Rabubi, um, some songs are exactly like they were like when we dropped, when we recorded in two thousand and seven, and then like, like five years later, okay, they're like new and they're hot and they're winning uh, awards. Uh, whereas like five years earlier, we weren't even getting airplay. I do know to go to the, you know the low. Okay, I don't want to mention stations. Okay, but they know they didn't want to play. Us, so, <laughs> but now you know it's a different situation. Okay, that's that. <laughs> so yeah, man. So yeah, that's why. You never make money from this because you're always just unfashionably early with stuff. By the time people catch on, someone <laughs> has copied your shit and has sort of like you know iterated it, and and then of course they're gonna follow that. And but it's, and then people are gonna ask you to re- reproduce what you did, and then you're already over that. You onto something else because it's boring you. You know what I'm saying? So you're just stuck in this weird space of always being doing being unpopular. And not like, yeah, because you're like too early all the time. <laughs> it's like some images pop to my mind as to maybe some examples of what you're talking about there, just in terms of like other people mm. taking things and reinterpreting them into more palatable mm. ways, I guess, you know, a little bit later. And that is, I think, one of the things that we have an issue with in South Africa is that the underground is so fucking it's dope. Insane. It's insane, like... Bro. Insane. Like we've we've literally produced multiple genres of music like just in the last mm. twenty years. Insane. Like and it's just frustrating. It's because you're talking about not making money from the shit, and it is frustrating that other people are. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. It's just insane. Yeah, people will make money. I think always. I think that just across the board, not only maybe music, maybe but strongly in music because I've made peace with it at some point. That's the thing as well because I've taken like huge breaks away. I'm just like no, you know, after this, uh, I, you know, that's why I would, I would dip in from time to time, get so frustrated and annoyed, and just like carry on with a proper nine to five. It's like okay, let me just be, you know, do work. You know, forget this thing is not gonna. You know, this thing is not going anywhere. And, you know, because you need to survive. 
but it's always called me back, you know. I relate. Yeah. <laughs> no, like fuck, dude. When I was running Durban as yours, oh, that's like, a, I had three classic. Jobs. I can't believe, man. You kind of like, you know. But I understand. I understand. I understand. When I was reading how you, hey, dude, that shit never made money because I was never, I was never a good businessman. That's the thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was. A- editor with this shit like i was like that's the thing i'm good at like creating the thing and producing it yeah. and like directing people yeah. and all of that you know like i'm decent at that but the money stuff like that's where i need help totally bro that's me that's me right there and you know what dude i'm i'm the type of guy who gives people their flowers while they're still alive bro like people need to know for me i will tell you right now dude that blog uh i don't think any blog has ever even come close to what it did for Durban. Like, for real. You know what I mean? That that blog. Oh, I'm actually surprised you. how you're telling me you, you kind of like... But I guess because it was, again, like what I was talking about right now, it was so ahead of... I could even say... I, I couldn't even expand outside of KZN, man. Because if I see, like, things like, you know, Bubblegum Club and all those things, I, I kind of see, like, yo, you know, this is this thing's okay. They might have gotten traction over the years later and stuff like that. But, like... Tough authenticity to culture, and I love you know those other blogs and everything. But you were like, Ooh. I think our biggest problem, the our biggest problem was the authenticity thing. I think we were too like wild, like yeah. you couldn't like as a brand, you couldn't work with us because you didn't know what we were going to say. That's uh, what like, was, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what actually I was going yeah. to go. Because that's like most of these blogs will appeal to certain you know corporates and stuff so they can get like sort of like sponsorships funding to keep it moving you know especially if you like renegade you all out that's how very it difficult you know and you you know you have to sacrifice things and you know for people I, I would assume like yourself like that's a bit of a stretch you know to bend over backwards for some just a little bit of oh, yeah, take, I've always had a big mouth yeah. dude. like I've been punched like so many times like it went in school especially like I've I was just always that kid who like yeah, the bullies, you know, would fuck me up, but like I would definitely get a few like little chirps in, you yeah, know? Yeah. And like that's kind of just been the underlying philosophy to everything I do. For sure, man. Cause I would understand like if you were like totally like maybe if you if you did something and you went through with it, which is something I go through as well, like because uh, I did try it, you know, I did try at some point to like, you know, there was this one point where we were just producing for people like, you know, the, the pro kids and all that, that, that era of hip hop that was yeah. huge then. Uh, I was just making for everybody. And, and I was sort of like, sort of, um, stuff was very um, designed to be hit, you know, it was getting into the, oh, look, I'm just making, yeah, yeah. And, dude, you feel so bad. Man. You know, after you make the art, you're like, Ugh. People like it, but you're like, man, I don't know. You know, you don't feel good at all. It's like, <laughs> you know, I also like, yo, and then I decided, you know, man, you know what? I'm just going to make my my own because you feel, even if it's not making money, whatever you do or whatever, but like, of course you wanted to make money, man. Like, of course, you know? And not because you like money, because that's another thing. I was actually having a conversation with my, a friend of mine earlier today. Because you need to eat. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? I don't care about money like that. I know someone said that's a privilege to say something like Amen. that. But like, for real, I do not. It's a different thing for me because I have to... Like, I can go on for a month, man, on peanut butter sandwiches. I don't care, man. As long as I've bought that latest MPC, maybe I saw something nice that, you know, like a pad controller or some. You know, something interesting, you know, that that's going to give me joy. That's fine, bro. Let yeah. the money go towards that. 
that thing is going to give me joy. Not having stacks of money in the bag, not going around and like being, it's just weird to me, the fascination with money. And I, I'm not, no, no judgment on anybody. I know people are, you know, hustling is a thing and, and all of that. But like for me, I feel when you like when you like money that much, then it starts controlling you because now everything you're gonna do, Bob, it's literally gonna be like, uh, I have to do this because I want this money. I have to do that. So it's not like now, now you're no longer as creative. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're no longer as creative as well. You're no longer as free in life because you do things now because you need to. You know what's the word? Secure the bag, as they say. But uh, oh, God. yeah, and, uh, you know what I mean, brother. Like now you're not doing cool shit because to secure the bag, you need to do. You need to make sacrifices. You cannot secure the bag if you're doing wild shit like releasing fucking AI weird AI albums that are five minutes long. And but it's also we have a perception. We have a perception of that. That's also like especially with influencer culture. That's very much projected. You know, like it's now considered cool if you're working with brands and if you're doing certain yeah. kinds of things in certain ways you, where as back in the day it would have kind of been considered selling out and now it's Bruh. like it's the way it's the path yes. it's you're actually the, just measuring something yes totally you're totally correct i remember you know how, i've even forgotten about that era but since you brought it up now actually that's very true yeah literally you didn't even want to mention that you had any type of brand of, of brand behind you or sort of you know take because it was like dude you're selling out you know what you know you that, that stamp of approval and authenticity is immediately lost once you 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 you, you have a any sort of uh and, and 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 you know we can say whatever we want and we can people can slice it however and try to you know justify uh how that, people need to but eat. yeah yeah but like i mean it it, it is true though that once a brand once a brand or a corporate corporation or what whoever an organization an organization gets involved they're going to dictate bro you are they're going to dictate how it's not going to be free for all. it's not going to free for all it's going to be curated someone's going to come in when you're making your shit and be like okay let's or if you're an artist a you know we can't use those words we can't say this uh okay you, you know because you're affiliated with us and also it's a very precarious time that we live in so it's even more dangerous now <laughs> you literally can't do anything you're like in this box and you just got to make crap art bro let's just face it you make crap art and if you're good with it and people are fine with it, your audience, that's great, man. All more power to you, bro. Like, I'm really not judging. It's just that I, when I do that, like, because I've tried, because, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I also need money. I'm like, damn, man, I can't keep doing, keep doing this thing and it's not making money because the equipment costs so much and stuff. And I'm like, yo, this thing needs to pay for itself. But then it's like, you feel so crap afterwards. Like, damn, what am I doing right now? Like, come on, like, this, this ain't it. And you end up going back by default. So I think it's also just linked to a personality. Like you mentioned yourself, like, you're not a businessman, man. You're not a businessman. And that's cool. Yeah, like different. Like I've just got different priorities and somehow have managed to keep scraping it together mm. this far. You know, like I figure I can probably keep it going. We'll see. Like I've managed to cobble together a bit of a laugh that's very sporadic and very... Yeah, like I've got multiple sources of income and yeah. none of them are very big, yeah. but you know, they're the, 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 yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And like and some of them actually, you know, provide me with great joy and, you know, good like artistic outlets. Mm. And those ones usually bring in the least amount of money. And the other ones are kind of soul destroying, but I can do them really well and really easily. So those ones pay for me to be able to go and do that, comedy yeah, to ten yeah. people. <laughs> 
Totally, man. I'm, I'm, I'm loving this common ground. It seems like with all artists, this is what we do, man. You just end up doing the soul crushing stuff so you can pay for the stuff and makes it worth going through that stuff, you know. But I think it's a big issue with, in South Africa. Like funding is a big issue. Like getting, you know, projects funded is well it's gotten i think it's gotten easier these days especially because i want to actually get into talking to you about the goethe institute oh. which you've been working with lately right yeah. you're handling gaming and oh whole lot bro great gaming vr uh ai uh bias conscious bias subconscious uh, uh dude everything dude like it's crazy xr oh heavy vr moves as well yeah it's a lot man uh, it's a lot i'm also learning a lot of things there right it's like really really exciting because you know the reach is so big of the goods you know it's international and you like right there on the cutting edge of anything that's happening technology wise yeah so i'm very fortunate to be working with them yeah because they've actually been a part of a lot of great projects and a lot of interesting stuff and especially lately i've seen them really funding and being a part of genuinely interesting and challenging stuff that's like supports local things it's so weird that this german like basically german taxpayer yes. money is going towards like african yes. art totally <laughs> it's weird as hell <laughs> where, where we have a, a department of art and culture and tech and all these uh, there's, there's multiple departments that have all this cash you know to to help but you find these you know institutions coming have pro and all those guys you know the good are coming in and just giving creatives free reign because that's the thing as well i'm not okay i'm not advertising good because i work at good now but like you know i've seen like i i know some of those projects will not fly if you were to write because you know you know what i'm talking about we've written <laughs> proposals to the department of arts and culture you know, you have to make them understand what, okay, this is what's going on. So most of those projects will not fly, bro. Yeah, those proposals do not actually put in the things that you want to put in. <laughs> like, those things are the subtext, you know, <laughs> like in the proposal. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to check the boxes and, you know, hit the marks. And then, yeah, you'll probably get a bit of money from the departments of arts and culture. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> if you're lucky. But... I mean, I, I find the NFVF uh, probably a bit easier with that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah. like you yeah. say, like the Goethe Institute, Prohelvetica. I remember like there was the French season here in Durban once where like the French embassy and, and the Durban oh, embassy. I said, I said again, oh, sorry, uh, um, Bob, I said Prohelvetica. I also, always pro, uh, say Prohelvetica. Because you know why. I know. What what is the actual name? What is the actual name? No, that's the name. No, that's the name. That's the name. That's the name. You do you saying it correct? I'm the one who was like, yeah, because of some in 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 joke. It's a, uh, it, it is pro Helvetia. Yes, correct. That's the one. No, I actually said it right. But okay. Helvetica, I always mix it up no, because right. I think there's a font or something. Well, I said is it, it the font. I uh, know I said it. Yeah, so I said it wrong there. That wasn't you at yeah, all. Yeah, okay. All yeah, okay, cool. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think it's a font. The Helvet is it called Helvetica, right? The font. I'm not sure. It is. Yeah, it's like yeah. the like designers yes, get hard yes. on. Yes, <laughs> It's a very popular font. So, oh, here yeah, Siri is getting uh, agitated now because I'm loud. So yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, uh, yeah, as well. I do the same thing. I always mess it up. Crazy. <laughs> But yeah, like we had this amazing thing, like where we, there was this cultural exchange where, you know, Durbanites went over to France, like some French cats came over here. They did this amazing thing, like in our, t in about the city hall where they had, 
these zip lines across the wow. roofs to all the different buildings across there. And they had these people dressed as angels and clowns, like zipping around, putting feathers everywhere. And like, this was like a French, like circus troupe wow. kind of thing that somehow like in Durban in like July, yeah. we now have just like feathers everywhere and all this random stuff. And it's like, Where's why? Why do we not have this like just here normally? <laughs> just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just there. You know what I mean? Because I mean, people are creative, man. Just people. People just need help getting out their ideas. And I mean, I'm we're very fortunate. You know, of course, Bob. You know, like we can go if you need to go in depth. It's a bit nuanced, of course. The whole support there. There are concerns about you know other governments. You know. Oh, colonization thing post-colonization all that you know it's it's european money again coming yeah. to you know some people have the views and stuff like that about that and it's legitimate all of it is valid but i mean yeah. projects are getting done though that's what's happening right now things are getting done like it's yeah it, it's it, the projects are there they're there it's not like they are there we talk about projects that are existing they're happening now you know like uh uh, archive of forgiveness, wild, crazy ideas. They're there. So we can have the conversation, but like, I don't think the conversation should be, okay, let's stop them funding. Okay, so, because like, okay, then then what's the plan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to talk badly of our government, but like, uh, it's not really, I mean, I think, didn't we just have like 300 million disappear just now, like a few months ago? Like, so... Bro, I don't even know. Like <laughs> never... that, that could have happened yesterday, or that could have happened three months ago. Or that, could, like that story, that could be—is that a new story? <laughs> is it an old story? Like, dude, it's crazy. So here it is. Here we are, where we have like wild ideas, like things like that. You know, institutions like the Guta will just sponsor the, you know, funded a moment's notice. Actually, it's funny because they coming from a different point and says it's actually wild because they gauge things. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know about the other, uh, like sort of like um, uh, similar type institutions, but I know like things like the, the good. They gauge your project not by um, how, uh, like for example, like whether they can find it, uh, fund it, but not by how much, uh, like like look, it's costing too much or you know, uh, not saying they have infinite uh, resources, right? But I'm just saying in terms of the crazier it is, I've realized like the wilder your, your idea is, like super wild that has it has layers and it's just super creative and does something that's never been done you know like uh, you know you have to go special place uh special special um research uh, i don't know what it's called i forget the name which they were doing some crazy stuff there as well just mapping out the gomp uh, uh origins and placing it in 3d vr space and stuff like that crazy things like art, art, oh, wow. uh, man they do amazing shit like it's insane bro the crazier your idea is the more likely they're gonna find it. The more actually, you know, yeah, and of course, you know, the wilder and crazier, the more expensive it's gonna be. But they, it doesn't seem to be. Um, I don't want people quoting me now on this, and it's just like okay, but like because I'm also working for them. But like for the the projects that have gone through us, like I've been seeing because with the other department, because I'm in the information department with the other departments, I've seen like some even with the information department, we're doing some VR. We actually have a VR. Uh, train station that exists, the South African train station, we combine Jersey and Cape Town in, into one city and it exists. You can actually visit it even after oh, this podcast wow. and go there. It's live. It's a live 
mean, people who post it. Okay. Then, uh, like, send me the link. Yeah. I've got a little headset. Yeah. I've got the I've got the oh, Google, bro, you, got, you, got uh, the... you know, cardboard oh, headset. Like... No, the cardboard. Oh one. yeah, you, you need the <laughs> Oculus Oculus for this. Uh, yeah. Oh damn! I I, I figured I could put my phone <laughs> in. No, no, you can still go. You don't. It's not necessary. It's not a, a a necessity that you have to have it. You can actually just. Uh, I usually just go there without the VR. Uh, you can still move around the world and talk to people and stuff. We host we host events there, concerts. Uh, like there are some some artists, as well, South African artists that have uh, you know launched their albums there and stuff like that. Like virtually, totally virtual space. How the fuck do I know? <laughs> it's a right? I'm actually uh, heading. Uh, like I follow you. I follow Goethe. Like this is bullshit. <laughs> no, I think it reflects on our part. That means that we need to do. I need to speak to my boss Stephanie and, and make sure that we. Are, that means we're not doing uh, enough because we really want people to participate in that, and we're actually leading oh, worldwide. Goethe does, Goethe does a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and just in terms of, like, stuff gets lost oh, in that bro, feed because bro. of just how much gets And, Bob, lost. it's not even like we, like, listen, but we're actually in the forefront of that space as well. It's, it's like, to a point where we did, this was done by the Guta. The whole project was set up uh, the, by the Guta with the gentleman from uh, Maze. Uh, I think, I don't know if you might know him. His name is Torsten, but, you know, it's the, ga- it's the whole gaming scene. So Oh, yes. yeah. You know Torsten? Yeah, yeah, he toss and run. Yeah, actually, I don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs. He's the head. Uh, he's heading that project. So, but this was done last year and it worked. Everything, you know, we hosted game jams there and stuff like that for local devs, game devs and stuff. So what happened was this year we didn't realize how 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 ahead we were in like in terms of the world, not even like South Africa. What we were doing there, literally South by Southwest, they did their um I think this year they did some their film festival virtually. Using the very same tools that we were using a year ago, last year. So nice. we were that far. Dude, you know if you are ahead of, of South by Southwest and doing stuff. And South by Southwest doing stuff a year later after you've done it. You know you're onto something. You're really out there. <laughs> Did you get there before the Travis Scott Fortnite concert? Oh, yeah. You talk about, uh, you talk about the, the Fortnite concert. The, the for, um, no, Fortnite, that's a different... No, 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 we didn't get that. No, that was, it's not the same yeah, so, thing. Yeah, yeah, know, but, know, yeah, know, but, know, but, yeah, no, 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 that was after it, yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely something along the same vibes. It's along the same vibes, but just a bit more bigger. Because of, as well, you see, the the Fortnite concert, which was wild, you know, when they did that. Uh, because it's within a game, it's constricted to the, uh, it's constrained, sorry, to the rules of the game as well and stuff like this. Yeah, is actually the long game or the the whole aim of this world is that it's a full, fully free world. You can walk around just like in the real world. You know, it's also we got like we got designers, architects. It's based like South African architects and people like who work, you know, with spaces and real world. So the whole train station and everything around it is designed around real world concepts. You can walk around. Talk to people, walk up to anybody randomly, talk, you know, and do and engage literally like in the, like in the, if, if you're in a real space. So it's very interesting. So like real world Skyrim. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like literally you can, even while the concert is going on, you can go to Soa towards someone, come, maybe if you, if I see you there, Bob, as well, I can come to you. You know, I could be in a concert, like while the artist oh, wow. can talk and let, we'll have a conversation. This is like, that, this is like that penguin space, like that we used to, like, I can't remember what it was called, like, but there was used to be like this, pe- like, Everyone used to be a penguin avatar. Yeah, yeah, we actually, yeah, that's, we we st- we have some some uh, uh, spiritual successor idea to that because we 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 use flamingos, like pink flamingos as well. Yeah. But you can design. Your, oh wow! But you can design your whole avatar. That's another uh, powerful po- uh, thing as well. Like designed around, um, it's it's created using um, the Unity engine. So you can literally, if you can 
code Unity, then you oh, can sorry. literally make yourself a perfect copy of yourself in VR space. Like, and it will like totally work. You know, you'll be bought perfect in that space, exactly like you, like yourself. So I'm trying to say it's a bit more, even more involved than just that Fortnite thing. Okay. You seem to be very like into pushing these boundaries in general. Like, it seems like you want Terminator 2 to happen. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. Here. Skynet. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> it does seem like you're like, let's get there quicker because yeah. what's that? Um, something really? someone's basilisk or something where it's like you know like if you can bring the the AI like future along and you don't, then you know the AI will eventually kill you. So are you like aware of this basilisk and you're yeah, just trying definitely. to like be like you're let's let's bring in the AI overlords. Yo, Bob, bro, look at this man. Look at it this way. It's inevitable. Okay. So okay, Elon Musk. <laughs> it's not even something that we can like, you know. <laughs> it's it's inevitable, brother. It's inevitable, man. And people, you know, have very, you know, we are very much aware of. I think everybody's aware of what you know, like of how it could easily turn into a Black Mirror episode, you know. But, <laughs> but I I I always say to people like we have cars, bro. Cars kill people. Cars could be... You can use a car to drive to work or you can use your car to run over 20 people on the road. You decide where you drive. I don't give people ideas. But I'm yeah, but... <laughs> you know, it's wild. I've always found it wild how they give... How easily they give licenses, you know, driving licenses. You know, it's easier to get a driving license is, than a car. This is actually one of my things that, like, I, like, swear by, like, that humanity would be better if... It took more to get a driving license that that was a job. Yeah. That being a driver was a job. <laughs> like, that only, like, select people can do Bro. and they are tested on it every fucking Bro. year. Like, <laughs> you that know, would, would save too many lives. To have that much power, like, when you're just driving and you're like, you know, there's not even, like, a, psych, you know, any background uh, check or anything. Yeah, no psychoanalysis. And you're driving, like, default engine, like, Thing that can like literally like if you just decide to just swerve a wheel like a little like 15 degrees you can like run over people and it's actually harder to get a a, a gun than a driver's license but a gun even no matter even if it's a, it's a uh, unless it's a super like semi-automatic or whatever like dude you cannot like it shoots one bullet at a time you literally if you walk into a mall Oh God, the people are gonna be like, "What is this? What is this turning out yeah, to you?" <laughs> no, but like, it's, it's 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 you know, it's harder. They, they do all you're just tests. like all the AI and Spotify and iTunes is just flag this right to the bottom of the like, yo, this guy. <laughs> all the algorithms are just gonna like yo down, you know, flag our shit. But basically, yeah, I'm just saying it's harder to kill that many people. It's easier to kill people with a car. A car will like run. You know, it's crazy, bro. But anyway, that's that. So, uh, so that comes. I'm trying. I was trying to make an, a, a sort of an analogy or sort of like a parallel. Draw a point parallel. about the danger. Yeah, yeah, about the danger of AI. So AI, man, is it's just AI. It's just there. You know what I'm saying? But like how we sort of like um, uh, use it or how we utilize it will will determine what it, you know what it is. So it's going to be different for different people. But also, some people might argue that what I'm saying is a bit different, of course, because AI is also can teach itself. You know, now you have open AI, which can teach variations of AI that can teach itself and, be, and actually become become better, you know? So yes, it will 
it's possible that he can do crazy stuff because it's can it's it, you know you know once you feed and feed it the data set some 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 of it not all variations some variations can actually be like just like you feed it once and then it just evolves on its own and can teach itself so but like um it's inevitable i don't know how to put it this man like we can't so the best way we can do this we can choose to actually we cannot choose i don't think we have a choice we don't have because i was going to say we can choose to ignore and be like, okay, you know, this is because uh, that's what's happening with most people now. They're just burying their heads in the in the in the sand with all the stuff that's happening with AI, and just like, oh, hoping something or someone's gonna like come through and put like heavy legislation or making sure it's getting good in control or anything. No, please, you just say this thing is out of control. I don't think we've had anything this the potential of being of it being super like uncontrollable outside of human. Um, you know, as as, as AI. yeah, yeah. This is it's insane. Of course, that is scary because of that power. But so, what can we do then? Rather, I choose the other part, like uh, the other stance of actually actively engaging with it, facing this this fear. We have to face this fear head first, and we actively all the way in into every single step that you know as it progresses. Let us be there in in it so that we can control as much as we can. We can stop what we see is a bit of an issue and all those sort of things. That we'll, you know, we can try and curb, not really stop. All we can do is curb, delay, whatever, because, you know, because some things are just going to happen regardless, maybe delayed further, but just being there. Because this has happened before with algorithms, you know, which we're now we're discovering because a certain demographic of the population, you know, worldwide, actually, oh, yes. you know, certain people of color were not involved when they were being developed in the first place. Now, it, it, it enabled some, some not so good things to slip in, slip into the uh, algorithms, you know. So that's something we actually also at the good are actively engaging with, even with organizations like Wikipedia and things like that, some sort of correcting things that they have on the, uh, on the platform. And and other things as well, like you know, we have a program called uh, decolonizing the internet, and that's what we're doing. And it's uh, yeah, collaborations between between a lot of uh, institutions all over the world, trying to sort that out. You know, cognitive biases. What does what does that entail? Oh, oh man, you know, I didn't want to go into that. I was just you know, I was done with that. Actually, I was just gonna move. To it. I don't know. That sounds. I know, but that but sounds really can, interesting. But if I can go into it, if you find it interesting, okay. Well, it's just because, I mean, it's like the internet's this weird tool that is both like a tool for colonialism and at the same time a tool for just freedom and sharing and cross-pollination. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this thing of one overarching ideology taking over, but through influence and resources, the internet's used in a lot of negative ways. But that's why, like, this sounds really interesting mm. to me. Mm. Oh, definitely, man. No, no, and it's also something that, I, of course, since I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a supporter of open source and, and 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 things like this as well, like open information, access to people, information, and things like that. And it's also my job as at the Good as well. This is also part of it. Letting people know, hey, this is what we're working on. Can you come join us against the fight against racial profiling, uh, algorithm bias, and things like that? You know, inclusivity in games which is very important as well. That's something we're pushing for very hard. Yeah. I mean, because I don't understand for, like, for example, I, I, there's something I never understood. Like, bro, do you know how boring it is if everything is just made by, like, white male stuff? Okay, it's just... Even yeah, I do know how sport. boring it is. It's like, dude... Like, like, even as a white male dude, it's like, it's hella fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, bro, you want a different... I literally, like, also, if it was also, like, black, only black males 
shit all the time if, if we if it, was, if it was the other way around i'll be bored right now because i'll be seeing shit i'm so familiar with there's nothing that's surprising that's catch, catching me off guard that's challenging me that's making me uncomfortable some of it obviously i want to be uncomfortable because i want to be out of my comfort zone as, as long as you there's inclusivity and diversity you're bringing so many different wild crazy ideas you would never have thought of so i you know i, I just don't get why some it was it's so hard for some people to not want something like that that's beautiful man you know like you know people must just come with, like the more you open it up it's just people are just like creators creative out there but that's what hegemony is you like know? that's the whole thing it's like if you are part of the power structures and the power structures are catering to you and you don't even see that of course you're not going to like vibe with other shit <laughs> like essentially you're gonna be like why is things not still catering to me yeah because <laughs> it's all you've ever known yes yes and it's so detrimental to your growth as a human being like you know you literally it's like when you meet someone who's well traveled bro you can literally see that like how they talk how they speak it's different it's just it's different you can tell this but you know so it's always great man when you just like expose to stuff man you know being a citizen of the world so that's what I'm about. So yeah, man, Decolor is the internet is uh, literally. I'm just gonna quickly run through the stuff. Like like I said, cool. Right now, uh, it's actually a project that's run by the, the Gute in head, headquarters in Germany. But what we've done, what they've done is, uh, you know, that's a weird thing to say, right? What? Like decolonizing the internet. Yes, decolonizing the internet is headed up by like super, super weird. <laughs> I know, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's wild, man. See, that's how wild the world is. That's how crazy the world is. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just have a wine track mind, because also with activism, I have some problems with Tom. I know this is going to get me in trouble. I, like, I don't care. With modern activism. Like some, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, nah, nah, come on, man. You know, like they, they say they're active and they're doing certain things. And then like, for example, like when we had the, this version of decolonize the internet, there's so much people, so many people keep, keep on talking about like, hey, you know, I want to decolonize, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then when the call comes out, you know, because we're in these this institutions, you know, whether it was at or even when I was at uh, the Diff Film Festival, we would write, you know, things out like, yo, guys, come through, submit your projects here so we can work to, okay, we all, or if you don't have a project, okay, this is what we have. Can you come, you know, let's interact with this. Come, let's do this. Like, for example, recent one, like part of the decolonized the internet was also like, like I said, that we have the, we took on the Wikipedia stuff. Like there's the other branches, some of them do, coding uh, situations where they enter, they, 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 you know, they like, you know, consult um, corporations and, 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 and dev, dev studios where, you know, in terms of uh, how how good their algorithms are and things like, or even gaming, uh, the inclusivity, things like, uh, like that, diversity, they consult, you know, things like that. There's also coding stuff, tweaking algorithms where, where in certain hiring uh, institutions that hire, because some institutions, institutions actually use algorithms and things like that and AI to, to in the hiring process and things like that. So, but in South Africa, since I uh, I don't think we have many of those, I wouldn't say there aren't institutions that do that. So our decolonized the internet brief was, we kind of like started a bit a more narrower focus of like, okay, because we realized, okay, we have, uh, our Wikipedia entries are not that robust in terms of South African contact, you know, like we can't really uh search like big name a uh, popular uh very yeah, popular there's a lot of squib. yeah yeah so we're like okay there was a push for us to uh, create uh things like sort of like uh, our version of a hackathon which we call a uh, 
uh, what is it? Uh, it's a Wikipedia hackathon, so to, so to speak. You know, uh, we have a special name for it now. My name, uh, my my mind just slips. I just forget what it's called. But it's a great editathon. Thank you. Here we go. I was gonna lose my job on Monday. Like yo, guys. and yeah, I thought all these like rappers and stuff were like updating their own Wikipedias. <laughs> so like, are you the reason why like my job's gotten a lot easier when it comes to research? <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, the push has been super strong in terms of that. We the the South African chapter of the Wikimedia ZA Foundation and everyone we're working very close to update and get people to be involved. Journalists, in fact, you, Bob. Like, I think you should, Bob. You should. You definitely need a, to have be part of the you know. But of course, it's volunteer work. We can, we can chat. We yeah, can we chat. chat. Yeah, yeah. So you can put entries up there, man, and just like you know. The knowledge base needs to be accurate, needs to be big, and and stuff needs to go up and be, you know. So we've been, yeah, been very active. Uh, again, like I said, you reach out, you ask people, hey, do you want come? You, you all, you say you want to decolonize. Okay, here, here it is. You know, we are in contact. We have Wikipedia here. We have all these institutions. You have Apple. They want to, they want to play ball. Okay, we've done the part. We've got the guys. They're here. Come and do your your whatever you say you'll do. Because, you know, people are radicals out there. That's what, you know, that's what they say. But no one comes through. But that's the thing. Because obviously, like, you see Apple on the thing, you're going to be mistrusting of the thing. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're radical enough, like, you're busy thinking, I know it for myself. Like, there's been many things where it's like, I see certain names attached and I'm like, oh, I don't know. But then, like, I actually really, like, I regret it after time because I see the projects that come out of a lot of these incubators and a lot of these, like, things that have funding a lot of these okay apple might be a bad like one to mention yeah. but like other companies might, don't necessarily have like you were saying earlier with the the like even with the wikipedia bro like wikipedia is uh, the biggest encyclopedia bro like you even if you like how can you you need to just you need to go in there and correct this if you see that something is wrong you need to go in there so you know and and sort it out you know it's open source it's available to everyone it's free you know like Everyone's welcome to edit. Obviously, you have to... Actually, you can even set it up. Everybody's open to, to the public. The problem only comes, of course, because, uh, you know, uh, uh, articles need to be uh, vetoed and checked, you know, like proper... And, and well-sourced. Yeah, so that, you know, for, you know, you know the vibes. That's where we come in because uh, if you have, like, the various... Because there's chapters in all the countries. Like, we have the Wikimedia ZA chapter, which also has direct contact with Wikipedia, the international body. They can sort of, like, if... You are part of it. They know, okay, that you your articles more or less will be, you know, then they won't be taken down that that often because that's what's been happening as well. A lot of African entries have been taken down because it's very hard to make links and uh, citations on uh, on African because you know uh, not it, it, our the African his, history and things like that hasn't been well recorded. So if an article uh, if uh, Wikipedia sees that the article doesn't have a lot of legitimate you know sort of like you know citations and and links it usually takes it marks it down for, for for deletion and it gets taken down so that's where wikimedia and us step in to protect people like if you're doing good work like yourself and people like that you know putting good stuff and like we know that it could be so we could be like hey no or you know this this person or that person that we they're with us. It's good. <laughs> don't don't take their stuff down. <laughs> yeah. Even though the links might not add up like that, because Wikipedia understands as well because of the bias that Wikipedia has been biased towards Western knowledge systems. So they are they give us leeway in certain things, you know. And especially if you just look at Western media and how fucked up it is. 
like in terms of just pushing certain narratives you can create wikipedia articles you could create two completely different wikipedia articles mm. for the exact same person mm. like, <laughs> and source them correctly like and that's i'm talking about for american stuff and like so that's what's kind of crazy is like here yeah, it's because stuff isn't necessarily as well documented yes. it gets taken down yes. like whereas like it's like no but we need this we need, thing we need to start somewhere we need to start building yeah so that's what that's, that's you got it bob that's exactly what we're doing that's exactly where we're at yeah so that we can build, build these links and make it easier you know like and, and that is another thing i don't think people are aware of as well like wikipedia is not only just the the entries like for photographers as well like people need to start like putting their photographers under you know like of course uh, you know the licensing is there and everything the, pho- the photograph will always be you know your photograph you don't only need to be like a writer of an article it's also important like uh because it's got different components like you know different wikis you know and there's one just dedicated to uh the photo so every time you see a photo it's being pulled from that that other wiki that a lot host there's a proper name for these things man i have so much in my head i forget proper words for this stuff because i want but basically i was telling like photographers because i mean there's some dope like i know um your your, your blog right it had like um, iconic images you know things like that they can go you find photographers posting stuff on facebook like great stuff you know historic pictures hey you know 2006 yo this was so, you know, this is it, fruits and veggies. Remember, you know, bands like that, yo. This is why people need blogs still. This is why people need blogs with good SEO. Bro, so, and then you're posting, you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, man, this stuff is just, why are you just posting stuff on Facebook for that? Like, if they sub, if they submit this stuff, bro, on, on, on the wiki, what happens is like, when I start writing articles, like, or you something, and you're trying to, you know, someone out there is trying to create entries about South African art and things like that. Like, let's say I'm I'm making fruits and veggies an example, all right? Because oh, man, I, I miss them. <laughs> so they were great, great German. <laughs> one of the great German bands. I mean, there's a lot of great, you know, just any band. It could be any band. I'm just making an example. Um, you know, or Gom, how Gom started and, and proper history of Gom. Like someone has images, you know, from Lars sessions and Lars and whoever. When you upload those, they're still under your name. They're still credited. Under the, it's actually a better way to do if you feel like, unless, of course, you don't want to give them out to be, you're not actually like giving them out because even when Wikipedia is sharing it, that's always going to be, it's always going to link to your profile as a contributor of, of that. Then rather just posting it on, on Facebook and say, oh, uh, throwback uh, 2006, this was, because when I'm writing an article and I need pictures of that, I will pull from that. Sorry? I was saying, and then there's an advert right like on you post it on Facebook and then there's an advert right underneath. Yes, there's an advert underneath that. You're not getting paid. Yeah, you know what I mean? And there's no context as well. But you don't want to put it on Wikipedia for free. Bro, <laughs> bro. Just put it on Wikipedia. That's your legacy, man. That thing is not going anywhere. When people are writing art- articles about South African, if I want to write an article about alternative. I'm going to pull that picture up. That picture is always, you know, that's how it links. It pulls from the original picture and you get a notification when someone uses it. And the caption comes with you. And it's, come on, man. It's a no-brainer. Yes, I'm having so much, people, I don't know, I understand why people are not using these tools like properly, like the way they should, the proper tools that we have. And and someone could be writing about a band. Someone could be music in in your your picture could be seeded in all those different articles. They all link to your image and you still own the image. It's still copyrighted to you. You're not giving it away. 
you know, there are people in South Africa as well who are very active, like photographers who, who are very active and we're very grateful for them. Uh, usually in the jazz space and they just always, you know, like putting their images up. So when you're writing an article about some jazz artists, you can easily find a picture and link. And yeah, that picture will, when someone searches your name as a photographer, guess which, you know which, which, which website pops up the first, bro. Come, we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> Wikipedia always we've got all our friends. So if you are active like that and you want and you're talking, you don't have to worry about SEO stuff like that because Wikipedia SEO Google rates Wikipedia number one every time. If there's an entry, if you're looking for someone, Wikipedia entry will always be first. So if, like. Yeah, you've just made me think that I need to link like this podcast, like as like like I need to go through so like all the guests and just see who. Bro, you have a wealth. Dude, you have a wealth. I think you should start with the domain is yours. Create, uh, but okay, it's not allowed for you if you have any connection to, to the subject. Yeah. Personally, but uh, there's. Journalists, yes, they're proper journalists. I just want to, because we people need to know we're not doing it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? There's journalists, there's people that can write about this stuff. You know, because you know the the, the podcast. I mean, the, the these things that you do are there. They're part of history, and they're there. They're existing. So they need to write these articles so that the, the, the so that that's gets built up and it's recorded properly. And uh, through that, as as well, because it's been used so often, someone when someone searches the podcast or someone searches Devin is yours, they'll start adding info. Because remember, it's open source to everybody. Everybody's contributing. So you might just mention one artist, and then someone is looking for an artist that comes up. They build another link, a whole thing on that artist, linking to maybe how. That artist came up, it goes to another thing and another thing. And then meanwhile, that, that whole uh, thread that comes off that or that whole branch that's going off there is also SEOing your thing because it's coming from there. So your, uh, your, your the, the, the hit comes, you know, when you're searching. It's the first thing that you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. The people that work in tech are going to be so mad at me because I'm, I'm butchering the, the names. There's proper names for all these things. I, I <laughs> The way to, to properly go about it. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 that, man. I do want to chat to you about Nguni Machino because you've recently put out an album with with the help of some AR. Yeah. And what? How did this come about? And yeah, what made you do it? Yeah, man. I I did. It's it's a very interesting project. I think this really started. The whole idea started uh, maybe I would say around twenty twelve. I know that's a long time ago, hey. <laughs> but it started wow. around then. The thing is, I had to wait for technology to get kind of decent so it could pull it off convincingly, so the point could be made, you know, and 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 it's stronger, you know, uh, in a more convincing way. Um, I think it was around the same time that we finished the first, no, the second album, the second BFG album, uh, the one that had Goldtooth and Cavillas and stuff like that. I think when we finished that album with, uh, with Colin, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we finished that, I was like, okay, man, you know, I think we've done so much, uh, this alternative space and everything. Cause, uh, cause even that's even after even Moonchild. So we had done Moonchild and BFG by then. Um, and we already like, yo, this creative space, I'm, I'm, you know, what's next, but also me being very much interested in like left field technology. And, and just stuff. No, it's not even left field now. It's like it's it's affecting our lives. This thing. But then you know some of the stuff. It was left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really you know. So I was like, um, started investigating like you know just how if we were to give a computer, like even like some of the track names there were names that I actually came up with then like over ten years like plus ago. It's just that you know if I was like you know man if I were to make a song using AI, well, like Zulu Turing. 
dirty. Man, you're a telepath. Bruh, what is it with you? That's exactly... <laughs> you chose that I thought, wrong, it was, I thought it was a great name. But you chose that. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> oh, boy. That, that Of all those, actually, that's the one. That's the first one. 2010, I came up with that name. And it just stayed there. Imagine naming a song that doesn't even exist. You know, I was like, yo, man, if, it, if I were to make a song using AI, that's what I would call it. But anyway, the Zulu part wasn't there. It was just touring, but um, also because, you know, the touring connection is because uh, my whole thing was like, uh, I knew eventually music will get so good, like AI will get so good to sometimes equal, and I always get in, in hot water for this, uh, with people, particularly artists, because they take this very strongly, and I don't think they should, but uh, we'll, we'll get into why I feel that they, should, we should, they shouldn't be scared of this and try to be very, uh, you know, uh, uh, I yeah, the AI right now, particularly with music, specifically with music i feel it's right on par with humans sometimes better actually better most of the times than not <laughs> how is it better though what do you what are your parameters uh, for better okay so my my okay first thing okay it has to jump the baseline which is it has to pass the baseline which is uh of course if i play you a song you're not supposed to be able to tell that it's made by a machine so already that would be good, great, right? That's already good. That's already good enough. There's people who make music that you cringe to. That already sounds like it's made by a machine. Yeah, which like, actually sounds like it's made by That's actually, that's a good point. It actually sounds like <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, some of the AIs, like, uh, we uh, use um, Musenet and we've used, uh, oh my God, what's the other one? Oh, see, now I'm working with so many things we use those platforms and we yeah but using it i know there's magenta magenta yes google magenta we used a little bit of that it's way harder to work with that though but it's pretty gives you decent results uh there's also muse uh, muse ai which is much more easier and i'll get into why muse muse ai as well as my i'm very much like advocating for not to say people must use it but the thing is it's so easy right now you don't even need coding uh like knowledge to oh, wow. to pull it off it's now you know what that means bob that means it's even more of a threat because without coding knowledge in 2021 may right may 2021 without coding knowledge you can create an ai piece of art in less than five minutes with just feeding it just your favorite whatever uh, you know art pieces or whatever you want it could be Music, it could be, um, you know, fine arts, whatever it is. But, okay, let's take it, let's make it music for now because for, for example purposes and so for people can fully grasp what, wh where we are and how much of, a, of, of, of how pressing this is that we attend to this as quickly as possible. So you can, in an hour, you can make, I don't know, 100, 100 plus jazz songs, auto-generate them, all of them good, very good. That, and all of them talking. Okay, you say jazz. Is that because it's better if it's not like a pop song? If the beats are a little bit more differentiated and stuff like that? Is AI better at that? Okay. Uh, I, I, for me, uh, no, no. Actually, I mentioned jazz and classic and all that stuff because, yes, there is part of that. That what you're saying is actually quite uh, true. But, of course, it, as much as it can, it's more freeform. So it can uh, do things much more easier, yeah. you know? But also... Because I noticed, yeah, you your your album with the AI is jazz and classical and classic. mostly, and then there's yeah, a yeah. bit of an experimental 
there's that algorithm that's like quite experimental, which I was like, I was a bit surprised after, you know, hearing the other songs and then go into that. And I was like, yeah. okay, this machine is doing some like playing. It's being artistic. It's yeah. super being artistic. Like if you were not to tell anyone that whole album, okay, be, be honest, Bob. I think I need this as well for feedback because that album is not exist existing in a, in a vacuum. All right. There's a whole research thing around it. Okay. I don't know if we would have time to explain what it is. The thing is, it's, it's very, it's a lot. There's a lot of people being involved, a lot of, uh, from all over the world, actually, just I've reached out to, there's going to be talks around it. There's going to be, you know, because it's like, so my whole point is that it's not like, you can like that or you can hate that. It's not about, okay, oh, it's not my type of vibe or whatever. Some people have said that. And I'm like, okay, but okay, good. But that's not the whole, that's not the that's point, point. <laughs> of what that, why that is. Like, I can't literally make a five minute album to like you know it's obviously i'm 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 aiming for something all right uh so so it's more of like how how did you find it in terms of like where you could like if we were not told that it was made by a machine except for the interludes okay the interludes are a bit of a giveaway yeah. um will you be able to tell firstly this is what i need i think people need to understand about Guni machine right bob for Guni machine i did not interfere with the machine at all totally you see the length that the songs are that's yeah, that's it how much that. it gave me on uh, depending on on how much the data sets I was feeding feeding it. All right, so if I could feed it more, obviously okay. I would have made it longer and stuff like that. Whatever you know, but that's what not, that was not the point. I needed to get the stick out because I needed. I, I was wondering. <laughs> so I had to be honest to the to the to the to the project. So the project has no human interaction other than me putting the songs together and packaging them and sending it out, because like even the mixing. Like literally the even the instruments that uh this uh, except for the opener the instruments are chosen by AI so everything is, and and I just okay. it, I'm getting the feed from that whereas only the intro did I only get MIDI from it and I substituted that with a, a piano right that's it but the other stuff was totally um like all of it actually it's just that one thing it's not a, a, even a huge thing because it was also giving me piano information so so i just only that midi was uh was substituted with a with a you know like a more decent sounding piano uh but also that was to show because i was trying to show how you can interpret it in many ways and use you know already you know like big stuff like even i, I think i read an article the other day like bruno mars and them are starting to also use it for but they say inverted code of course that they, it's uh inverted uh, cover they're saying uh they it's for inspirational you can use it like that of course but like how we don't know well, how much like you can get it to come up with melodies for you essentially yeah, it's going to be inspirational yeah. it comes up with the melody you change the instrumentation you know what i mean that's what the big stars are saying they're using it for, but hey, we're not in the studios. So these things are so good they can handle the whole song quite efficiently <laughs> for you. So do you do you do you think it's already happening? It's do you definitely. think some songs no, on the radio? Definitely, bro. Definitely oh, wow. happening. Thing is, uh, this though, uh, you can never tell. That's how good it is, and that's why uh, I had to wait because. Uh, you know, like the Alan Turing, the forefather of the Godfather of uh, AI, AI. He has the Turing test. You know, if you can't tell that is this anything is is AI, whether it's a human being, you're talking to a human being, it's past the for me that passes the the Turing test. So usually the best way to do this is actually to introduce something like Guni Machina, any of the songs, right? And then be like, uh, all right, what do you think? You know, like immediately people should get a, a robot vibe in it. I don't know if they do. I don't think I don't think it gives the robot vibe unless you know. So I've listened to it quite a few times now and like it does suck that I know it goes. 
in the streams. <laughs> hey, I, I hope you enjoy the six cents. The zero point three zero 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 three cents. I'm I'm not even supposed to take it. I don't know. It's not my money. It's the machine, bro. I didn't compose that shit. <laughs> well, oh shit. That, we'll get into that just yeah. now. But yeah, so like I hate that. Like I know that this is made by a machine because it does make it harder. Yeah, you know. But like, yeah, like for the most part. It sounds like real music. You know, yeah. there's time changes. There's like, it does things that a musician would do. Yeah. Like there's like, that's the thing. Like songs go the way songs would go. And especially good songs. Good like, songs. Made by good musicians. Like the first, I think the second, no, actually the first, the opener, I fed it uh, the Beatles, you know, like, uh, because uh, I'm old. What? No way. Because I'm old, bro. <laughs> I gave him I would the, the, I would not have known the psychedelic, the psychedelic era, the the you know, um, oh, mystery okay. tour, mystery tour vibe, that era. Then that's what it came up with, and literally, bro, like it can give me a hundred variations in an hour of really good shit from that, like you know, that I can like and it give me, I can splice it together and make an insanely good song. And uh, it's a good thing. I'm picking up a lot from what you're saying, and I'm really appreciating the, the feedback because it's very important to me as well uh, moving forward because the, the drop was only the beginning of the project, right? The, the project is really now in full effect, and there's a lot of things that are happening around that particular thing, the Nguni Machina, right? Besides the, all the other stuff I'm doing. I mean, it brings up the opportunity of just creating an AI artist, you know? Mm-hmm. like Definitely. You know, there are so many different things with AI. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? I'm pretty certain, like, someone's probably doing no, it, it already. it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's a while. Because it's really, you know, when someone says an idea that's like, hmm, that totally can, I, I get excited. Because, you know, there's, you know, Lil Milkiela, you know, the, 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 the Instagram model. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's exactly what so I was if you, That's easy. And there's a lot of copycats of that. So you can literally create that. And then have AI play that music, and you can have you, now. You only not only do you have an avatar, a person, sort of virtual person, you also have virtual music made by a virtual person. You could even get the design to be done Bro. like that. You could Bro. get like you could do artwork. Bro. You could do a the lot whole of stuff. Thing. Like, you do the whole proper proper run like a proper artist. That's it. I could have released an album yeah. under some other pseudonym, you know, as a as a. There might just be ha- there might just we, we should do that. <laughs> Totally do that. That will be a first as well. I like firsts that are good, that are good, that drive, that drive, not just for first moving first, for just being first, just firsts that are driving conversation, that are doing things, that are making people, forcing people outside of their comfort zone, that are forcing them to confront this, this, I won't call it even a future now. Gunina Machina is out there. It's there. You know, you have to deal with it. You know, it's not a future. Well, that's thing. It does bring up the big question now of ownership because as you say ai has created this but you are the name you know it's your name on it you're the one getting the six cents from spotify every month how how do you see this going forward if record labels have their own ai churning out songs they never have to pay a songwriter ever again oh perfect Bob, I love it. I love it, Bob. You know, if I want to tell you things that I'm hearing, what people are saying, these insights, this is why, this is why this thing was made, uh, Bob, for these sort of insights, things like what you're saying. Definitely, Bob. Obviously, that's the first threat that we have because, because it's so easy as well. That's when, when I discovered, because when, like, when I revisited, you know, because I said, you know, I had the idea for a long time, but I had to wait, right, obviously. Yeah. Some of the stuff that I'm using is so new. It's literally like 
two months, three months old. It's something that really got into like this year. So what's happening is I was shocked. You know, I was like, damn, this thing is super, this thing is really, really good. Now it's gotten this good to a point. I was the most thing that the thing that shocked me the most was how easy it is. Because once something gets that easy, dude, there's like if someone wants to abuse this AI and create multiple songs or even like a record label, as you mentioned, I would not be mad at them. Like I would do the same. Like this thing is so easy. It's op- it's free. Why not? You know, and it's gonna make it's gonna make you money. But also, I'll take it one step further, which is some like, discussions we've had. You know, like um, I was reading that day, like couple thousands, hundreds of thousands of songs get uploaded, you know, per week on, on Spotify and other uh, streaming services. So, as you know, people are not like super music nerds and they go in and like, oh, they want to know the artists. No, people like us, who, like yourself or whoever, that will collect like, you know, vinyl and things like that. People just sometimes just listen to music in the background. They're studying. They don't really care. They don't even know the artists. Whatever is trending on TikTok, it's whatever, right? Now... Yeah, yeah, my cousin's like this, and it blows my mind. Yeah, so like you can how... understand how Spotify can easily pivot and be to just AI-generated tons of the stuff every day. You find new shit coming in, and they're pocketing 100%. They don't have to pay anyone. I'm, just, I'm not even talking about labels. Who, who, who says it's not happening already? Who says You are now actually like making me think... That maybe I've been listening to bands that don't even like Spotify made them up. You know, yeah, because they would want to. They would want to do that. Trust me, that's something that they would want. Well, yes, of course they would. Because <laughs> well, because you're feeding it. Also, you're feeding it the fucking data set whilst you're well, listening I mean, to other stuff yes, for also, music for you. So it could make music specifically for you. Yeah. Yeah, not even new genre, just new artists based on genres because all the, they have all the data, yeah. the, the data in their you know their servers for everything. So I mean, this is totally something, and they they don't get you know they don't want to pay artists, so of course they you know that's not only the record label. So that's that. So back to what uh, I was saying in terms of why it's on it's on it's on streaming services. Okay, to be honest, I'm actually paying more for it. To, I'm paying more for it for them to, for for that album to be. Oh, that Mister Kid. <laughs> To be on that, I can talk shit about Destro Kid. I never have to use it, <laughs> dude. Then it's making for me. You know what I mean? And it's a it's a damn experiment. I don't even want to make any. I don't want. It's not gonna be a super like you know big album, or whatever. You know, and there's no there's no hits on there. There's like. no hits song at all. <laughs> there's nothing trending about it. Trendy too, probably now because still no. so new and so ahead of its time as well. So it's put some people off as well. And you know, some of the shit is like. What is this? You know, it's not like people, I mean, it's classical jazz shit. It's not like uh, it's some, you know, classic rock shit. It's not like, you know, something to turn up to. So it's like, oh man, come on, what is this? I've actually got feedback like that. Some people are like, yeah, man, nah, we even want the old bloody brand. Like, yo, guys, <laughs> people are always like that. Wasn't there someone who did Chrome before? Uh, oh, yes, there is a Chrome. Yeah, there is a Chrome. Yeah, yeah. What's this? Babusi, yeah, I Babusi, think yeah. Oh, yeah. Babusi did... I love Babusi's work. He's done amazing stuff. Uh, they did the Chrome robot. Yeah, the Chrome robot. robot. And he also did uh, some AI stuff with dance moves, you know, trackers and stuff like that. And it was that yeah. AI program that will uh, judge how well you dance. But, you know, his research was more uh, focused on more of, like, how it, it intersects with popular culture, like AI, you know, and all that stuff, you know. Whereas yeah. my thing is, uh, it's different. It's a different space. But, of course, even now, uh, to a lesser... Also, but... I'm not saying it didn't, it wasn't, 
it it was also um interrogating what i'm interrogating but i mean like he the way he he rolled it up which is amazing also because it was way ahead of his time uh is more of like hey look popular popular culture this is it also before i just want to mention why it's on uh, streaming services my uh, the project uh, the, my project is like i literally because it's an oh, remember i told you it's an open open source it's open source right yeah, oh, I didn't tell you that. Okay, and now people will think because they're, they're well, I, I know. Yeah, that. yeah. And you, mentioned, you mentioned open source multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to, so by virtue of being open source, people are supposed to access. They can access all of that actually if they follow the divide by zero research pages and all the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. You know, all the files are there and things like that. So, and some people have started already. We've had dancers, co artists, uh, uh, musicians, filmmakers. Everybody's just like downloading the files and sort of like even musicians you can remix you can do whatever so i host i've hosted it on on bandcamp for free i've hosted it on uh, soundcloud for free but now if only i had only had it in those two platforms it's really not serving its purpose it's not really having the reach so the only reason i this is something i said and thought about because it's it like really if i have it on spotify and it has my name in it Obviously now it's like, uh, dude, you said this thing is open source, but like Spotify, hey, you know, you get paid every time something happens. Uh, that's why I also had, you know, some on Facebook, I was busy just responding to people on social media, like, you know, like, oh, bro, we're going to, you know, play the thing so you can get some coin. I'm like, no, man, that's not what this is about. <laughs> you can actually literally just go on SoundCloud, download it for free and interact if you want. Oh, you know, that's the case. Um, the MIDI files, everything is there. And I'm more than willing to explain how I actually made every single thing uh, um, uh, there, right? Uh, so uh, how it was created and, and, and how the works. So with with regards to uh, the Spotify, uh, Spotify, it, I needed reach, man. I just needed reach. Um, I needed where people are, where, you know, and people are there, you know, on Apple Music, Idol. Unfortunately, so, but... Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're there. So this, and that's where they are. So, yeah, I, you're not forced to listen to it there. You can listen to it anywhere. It's on YouTube as well now. If you need files, you, know, you can download it. it. It's owned. I had to release it under Creative Commons as well so that anyone owns that. Like, if you want to take that project and do whatever with it, yeah, whatever with the audio files, with the MIDI files, um, yeah, it's, it's yours, man. You know, it belongs to everybody in the world. You said the coders there as well. Yeah, there's some coders who are actually uh, one of the, one, uh, there's a female, I have a female uh, black uh, coder, uh, a woman coder, a coder in, I think she's in Hungary, she's originally from um, South Africa. She's already started to actually tweak it for Chrome of all things. Well, that was her suggestion. <laughs> I was like, man, do whatever, you know. Um, you know, she's like, okay, she's just tweaking the uh, what we had uh, so that it creates more of a, a Chrome uh, vibe. Um, and then that's also, but it's, that's open source. That's all open source. Yeah, we're not gonna. Try, yeah, it's, it's so basically what I'm gonna collect all this work, and then there's another guy in. Uh, in Finland, yeah. I feel I feel like a Bob Perfect album's about to come out. <laughs> bro, like, bro, please, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Please yeah. do it, man. Like, uh, bro, please, man, can take those files, chop them up, do whatever, bro. Like, it's it's inter. I'm 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 encouraging, like you know, like it's officially released under Creative Commons. Like I've given that to it, so you protect it to do whatever you want with it, man. Like, yo, and just you know, just as long as you spread the message, because the whole thing is just spreading the message. And also, it's very isn't it funny that the robots are creating art now that we're interacting with, right? 
Yeah, spreading the message, but what is the message? The message is <laughs> AI is here. We need to deal with it. I don't know, bro. It's crazy. It's wild. I mean, research is crazy. The blogs, everybody's going haywire. What is the message? That's a good question, Bob. Like, what is the message? But okay, like for example, I'll <laughs> let me give you the three departure points when when I was sort of sketching it out. Okay, firstly, the AI is so good. So the first one is ownership, right? Copyright ownership, like in terms of like composing rights, right? You know, like Samra and all these uh, organizations work on having someone being the you know the composer. composer or whatever. A human, a human being, being the creator of the piece of work and art. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a big thing, and it's also I see the way you've written human, like you know, mm. is with the X instead of an A. Is that to include AR or what? What's the well, well, what's what's the point of that? Oh yes, yes, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, yes, yeah, Bob, definitely. Because now there are people who are exploring that even like, like okay, so if 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 AI gets so good that it's like you know sort of like uh, although it's highly specialized, but it is producing this works and it's using the exact same way a human being will go about it. That's what's interesting about neural networks. Okay, I don't. I don't think people understand because sometimes it's like, oh man, it's just, I, 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 I fucking don't. I've read about this shit like for years, and, like, yeah. and I still don't understand anything about. <laughs> no, it. Just, like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna simplify it so well. All right, so that it's like maybe, and you, I hope I do a good job. All right, so like the AI right now using if it uses neural networks. Okay, so what it does because it's different types of AI as well, right? And 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 other implementations. There's always something new. You wake up, there's new stuff. You know, you know, but like right now, what it does is like, like for example, like I'll make an example like with the one, the opener, which I fed, I fed the Beatles songs, right? So you first need to put input stuff, right? And then it learns, it learns, and you give it like rules, all right? So yeah, but I was gonna say you you say it learns, but like it's also so to me the big question here comes like it's the same thing as like our understanding of animals to a degree mm -hmm. it's like we can say learn but when an animal learns something and when a human learns something they're different we mean different things Good you know because it's not just the behavior it's because when a human does something there's a whole different thought pattern behind it there's a whole emotional thing behind it and we can't relate to other beings and how they might experience the world. That's a, and AI doesn't even necessarily experience the world. That's so that's very true, uh, Bob. That's very good. That's a good that's that's a good point you have. Excellent point. Uh Bob, okay. For this to work properly, all right, for you to sort of like also get this, because that's always the argument as well. They're like, oh man, it's not really learning like a human, you know, and stuff like that. You know, and I like how you mentioned like in your comparing to animal. Uh if I were to like I can also tell you this, like they there's AI that could learn like an animal. You can make AI learn like an animal and you can make AI learn like a human. You understand? It's that good. If you can, depending on how you want it. So but the thing is, how do we know how humans learn to that degree? Right. So that, you know how, we, how we'll know if we've achieved it? If it passes, again, the, the, the stuff that it produces, it passes the Turing test. Turing test, yeah. Yeah, that's how we, you see, which is what now I feel. So, like, if I were to give you, like, let's let's just narrow it, okay? Because it's going to get very broad. But you see where I'm going with it, right? So how we yeah. know if we're doing a good job with AI is if, because it's not only just music. If you're, you know, there's AI bots. If, if you can talk to a 13-year-old girl and at the you're, you're online, right? And you're talking to this girl. Uh, you reminded me of my Merc days. 
Yeah. Back when I was, back when I was a twelve-year-old boy pretending to. Bro, bro. You know what I mean. <laughs> so you, if you can have a conversation for thirty minutes and then it's hey bye bye, or even a woman like a fifty-year-old woman, it's not whatever. I don't want to use a girl now because people are gonna be like, no, but it could be a fifty-year-old man. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, and then like after thirty minutes of chatting with them on Facebook. You're like, hey, okay, chill. And you go out and then you you don't recognize that you are talking to a machine. I think it's I think we're there. Wouldn't that pass? Like if you are if you're not able to tell that at any point in those 30 minutes that you're chatting to that to that but AI. I think, but I think for some of us, we're much more aware that we could be talking to a bot. So I don't know, it's almost like the Turing test has become harder. Like it whereas trying to, because before you know, because that's the thing, like, I'm actually am conscious of the fact that I could be talking to a bot at any time on the internet, you know, yes, like, I'm aware, yeah. I'm aware now but you that do I have to that not many people are like you, though, Bob, you know? sure, but, yeah. but that's also, I mean, like, that does come into uh, so many different questions about, yeah, like, oh, how people can be tricked and fooled and whatever because of lack of knowledge and how mm. shit, I mean, AI can be used for scams in the future and probably has been used for it as I speak. Mm. And I might have just created an AI that does that just by putting that out there. Yeah, I just like, <laughs> yeah. and there's actually AI, there's actually people who are less convincing than AI, which is also another that's, way to that's exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> then I go, you know, some people are not very convincing when they talk to you, like, yo, bro. And then you find that AI is so well tuned. So uh, this is how I'm trying to get it, uh, at this thing. You know, it's broad, man. Like, if we were to talk about AI in a broader sense, like, we could go on for a whole week. Okay. Uh, so I, 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 I'd I, like, with your permission, to narrow it down with music because it's something that I've really thought of Please. a lot and the whole project. Is, yeah, and it kind of like, it's you know, it's a closed system, so we can sort of like, if there's weaknesses, we can talk about those sort of things and what you see in that happening. So if AI can make a good song, for basically, let's just agree on something as a departure point, right? Do we agree that if AI can make a perfect, a really good song, and you're not able to tell, that's okay. That passes. No, we're only talking about that. That passes off as a, as, a, as like okay, good. Like yeah, that's it. You passed the turn. I mean, it's it. done that. Yeah, it's done that job. Like it's done but, that job perfectly. Like you yeah. can't. It's actually a jam, and it becomes like your jam too. You like play it in your car every morning, and it's like damn, this thing is good. You know, because you can hear flourishes of solos and other things there you know car changes car changes and you know really stuff that you know whoa, whoa what, where did that come from you know type of thing so it is totally possible um but here's the question though is mm. like human expression like is this thing that we as artists hold on to so fucking dearly and hold it as like this high thing it's the whole point <laughs> yeah. of it. it's like yeah the, Holy grail, the technical yeah. side of it is you know very important but it's that expression mm. and that unbridled creativity coming forth and being put out into the world and other people experiencing that and that experience being this whole thing of like community and fucking just bonding like we bond yeah. through Someone, creating yeah. and experiencing music so what happens yeah. to all of that when you've what got happened? a machine creating music that you don't know is made by a machine? Hmm. And it and it elicits and it, and it think not only it elicits it, the same responses. Yes, it elicits the same responses, the same emotionals, yeah, for, from you that you get from a. But do you think we're there for that? 
Do you think there that we can do that? That like because I know like with your the songs you release like there's like flourishes and there's like interesting bits, but I wouldn't really? say it necessarily yeah. catches me emotionally. If that makes yeah, sense. because of also the type of the it's just like also you have to think of it like if you were listening to if you go on Spotify, right? Random artists. Like, just play a new artist. Like, you don't necessarily vibe with, a, you know, literally with every artist. You have your favorites, you know what I mean? But yeah. some people will like some of those artists. So I wouldn't say if something doesn't elicit, like, a certain emotion in that particular record, because it's a style. It's a style, and it's a very niche style. And within that niche style as well, it's doing yeah. chords, particular chords that might not resonate even with you, even that. So it's even more narrower. Plus, it doesn't even have enough time to create something in you because it's like literally 20 seconds or some of them exactly. you know so it is, it's not stay overstaying for you so in order for i would say to the lens you need to look at it something like that is like is it efficient is it proficient even if uh, uh, it's not my vibe or it's not doing that for me because with, with real artists as well that's a thing right you can go on spotify and be like oh man you could go through like 100 songs be like yo none of this shit resonates with me you know what i mean and it's made by humans you know what I'm saying? It's like, what the hell is I mean, this? Plenty music that's made by humans that sounds like it's made by machines. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And here's a machine. Oh, man. For lack of a better word. Playing its heart out, man. It's trying to impress you. And it's doing all beautiful shit. Like, some of the stuff is amazing, man. Some of the stuff is really cool. Like, yo, wait a minute. It does change our relationship to art then, though. Yes, you know what I mean. It's like yo, okay. So, so I'm gonna get to that, like to to that part as as well because I want to just clarify some things with the, our understanding of emotional attachment and how, how an artist creates from this small, you know, space of like inspiration that's you know that no other creature or anything can 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 you know sort of replicate. That what you just said was very actually one of uh, a very close collaborator of mine. Actually, uh, my t- uh, my uh, my colleague, my friend, um, from BFG, right? He's like, dude, yeah. he's like, yo, bro, no, man. Like, I hear you. I know you all geeky about all this stuff, but bro, man, come on. There's no way he, he mentions emotions and men- he mentioned even like, uh, you know, lived experiences. You know, like you know, someone like Stevie yeah. Wonder, man, he lived through something, so he it could come off like that. But now this is the thing. All right. You see AI, like the way it works. I was actually trying to explain it earlier. So, so like with neural networks, all right. Think of it like a, as a human child, all right? As, a, as, as you grow, right? Uh, let's say it's a, if you're a musician and you get training, for example. Like, let's say you finish school and you go to varsity and you learn music, okay? Classical or whatever the, the genre you choose or jazz. The first thing, of course, they're going to do there is teach you rules, right? They're going to teach you rules. Because we yes, we know what what sounds yeah we, we kind of know what sounds decent you know this and then you know what which if you press certain keys that's just sounding not nice to the human ear it's like oh god what are you doing so those are rules that you're taught you know this is how Western notation works and then it's sort of like you know how you write it down write it down so as much as jazz artists or whatever and also and this is another point I wanted to raise particularly with our project listen AI can knock out a pop song easy. Easy. I think that's the easiest. In order for us to, I think, for us to convince people, particularly artists, and, uh, and people are sort of guarded and like uh, about the 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 the, the reach and, and and the impact of AI is to actually do those genres because you know those genres are regarded as like the epitome or whatever the height of uh, because they they require so many years to train for to to practice and become better at them. You know, what I mean, jazz and classic. So. If we, if AI can do well there, obviously, come on, man, a four chord 
progression pop song, come on. <laughs> what is that, you know, to AI? You know, if you can pull off those gymnastics, uh, you know, musical gymnastics, you know, in, in, in those sort of genres, you know. It's not held back by ability. It's not. That's the thing. Like, you humans know? could create, like, great songs, but not be able to play them. Like, AI the can essentially create and play anything. Because they only got five fingers, uh, five, I mean, ten fingers, you know what I mean? Five on each hand when you're playing a keyboard. But AI is also not re- limited by that, you know what I mean? Not only that, this is what's also uh, AI is not limited by, which is also great, which is also insane, right? And this now also is exciting because we, we, we want to know this stuff. What, how far can you push this? You know what I mean? What, what haven't we heard? You know, so, <laughs> you know, because of our limitations as being humans, you see, this is where AI, AI now takes a leap further than anything we can hope to achieve. I mean, Crazy, I've listened right? to grindcore bands with fucking drum machines, so I don't actually know what kind of arguments I could have against AI. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so AI would do this, can do this as well. It can literally like, because, okay, I was just saying, yo, the rules are there. So. So you teach the, like, let's say I was, I was a jazz student, right? I'll get taught the, the rules. Okay, this is how you play. This is how, this is what it is. This is, how, this is bad. This is good. All right. So you know what it is. This is great stuff. You can experiment within this. This Because that's what it is, you know, you know, like formal education. So you do the same thing to AI, right? And then, but that does not make that student a great jazz player, right? They still need to find their voice. How do you find your voice? Obviously, you find your voice by listening actually i this is what i also believe i feel more than formal tra- uh, training education in music and art you experiencing art if you're a fine artist you just like going to galleries enjoying stuff if you are a writer you reading more books makes you a better author uh same as if you're a musician the more music you open your your mind to your ears to your ear gets trained, it gets better you know you, you open you yeah. have so much resource material to to to, to pull from then you incorporate what the training if you have, you are lucky if you're fortunate enough to have training so you're combining the training because you know the rules you know which notes not to play so it sounds terrible to the human ear you know you can't do wild ex- unless you're doing super super extreme like you know like you like Merzbo or someone you're just like making noise uh, all right but uh but if you want to make like certain genres you know okay this is what constitutes a genre this these are the rules and also, it's funny enough because the purists, the gatekeepers that have always told us, you know, like pure jazz, pure hip hop, pure rock, yeah. pure this, pure alter, they are they, because they limited the range of what you can do in those genres because they're purists and they're elitist. They're actually making it easier. easier. Yeah. <laughs> because we know, okay, this is what from this year to this year, this is what they consider to sound like good jazz. So we're only going to feed that and it's so easy for AI. And then, Look, so. That's- that is genuinely the thing that I keep thinking about, though. Yeah. Is how then, easy it would be to cater to people. Yeah. And then you feed it. And then you feed it songs. Thousands of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of songs. So usually as a human being, it will take uh, quite yeah. a long time because, you know, yes. Yeah. Because, you you know, you're learning, you're finding new artists. You have to, and you grow as an artist and your playing ability as well. Your hands get better at, you know, at your instrument. Then you find your voice. And also you listen to one album a thousand times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes. So, get this, about AI can do that in minutes, can, can learn the rules in minutes, right? Minutes. Your, your four-year degree, all right, compressed to, like, a few minutes, right? So, it's literally at, on par with you now, right? From the go. It knows the rules that you know. 
forget soul. We're going to talk about emotion and all the stuff you spoke about. I'm just talking about proficiency, which counts a lot as well towards these genres of music. Music does count for a lot, right? And all that stuff, like efficient, how good you are at something, right? So now, what? then, then what? Then you feed it music. By feeding music, people always think, oh my God, okay, yeah, it's a machine. Yeah, we're going to stop feeding. Or uh, like, yeah, you need to still feed it. I'm like, yes, humans also. When you're listening to music as a musician and trying to make an album and getting inspired, you are feeding, that's that's a data set. You're feeding your, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's exactly what, so AI is a data set. You can yes, use. yes, essentially. And you know, the more data you have, the better you become at something, you know? You know? You're just making so, me go back to the idea that so we're AI, in a fucking simulation, man. Dude, it's insane, right? <laughs> so AI is exactly on par with how a human learns. So there's no question about that. It's doing exactly what you would be doing. If you're only thing is doing it way quicker. And it can replay that one album that you replay so many times to get something to get something out of it or you know, like in a few seconds, run through the whole thing and then the whole discography, the whole Bob Dylan discography, like. But he's not. Gonna, it's not gonna feel the same emotion. Yes. Now that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing we need to talk about. Okay, the feeling. Now, what are we talking about when we talk about feeling? Because, all right, me so far, okay, because this is also in the early stages, and this is something we've spoken with my with my peeps and 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 just people that are also engaging with the project from different uh you know spheres, you know, academia and other places. You know, there's people way smarter than me. Well, giving me yeah. some crazy inputs on this thing, you know, and I appreciate it. And and you know, as time as the project, you know, matures and things well, are happening, a lot of esoteric stuff coming out of this. Like there just is. Like this is a, a a field that pushes like philosophy, fucking oh, technology, ownership, so money, you know, like this, art, art yeah, ownership, exactly. legislation, laws around it, crazy stuff. Yeah, it pushes everything. Every single thing we know about anything, right? So I know, I know people hate this quotes, but but I'll mention it later. later. But uh, I think Grimes said this. She's like, she said last year. And she was like, yeah, of course. By just mention of her name, people were like, oh, dude, whatever. And she's like, I, it, AI right now is is actually uh, it's the end of uh, human produced art. The era, this era is the end of of that. It's just ending now. But then, what's because... the point of human con- humans consuming art? Dude, we have to talk about that. Yeah, they can consume. No, no. He, she was saying it's end of of human of human produced art. So it means no, humans will still like. Consume. But why would we consume things if we know it's made by machines? And don't you think that's going to create a disconnect? Like, I think it's almost we're gonna have hipsters. Like, like look at how I know. <laughs> yes, you, that's what we're gonna have. We're literally gonna have hipsters who are like, no, I only uh, like go to galleries that exhibit uh, um, human art. Yes, or yeah, you're gonna have that. Yeah, yeah. But those those are also just gonna die away because this shit's just gonna roll over everybody. It's like, okay, <laughs> and art is just gonna be relegated to something that okay, it's there, but there's other things that humans can do. I don't do. I don't know. We engage with well, something. Of I VR, know. I guess. Like we're gonna just be living in such different <laughs> environments. Dude, you're making me feel so bad because I'm like. Those are all my fields. The AI and the VR is something I'm actively like. No, super... but like that's what's dope about it is <laughs> that you I'm are like... a part of these fields that, like, like you said, like I'm accelerating this process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the, the thing is, it is inevitable. Like, and I've I've had like some VR experiences, and they do like make me feel weird at how good mm. they are. Like yeah, genuinely, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, it does yeah. make me. Pardon. 
Have you been on VR chat? No, I haven't been on VR yeah, chat. Yeah. I've like I've just played VR games and stuff like that. And I've oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like but, can't. But, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I wasn't interrupting. Sorry, bro. I was like just mentioning. No, no, no uh, worries. What, what is what is VR chat? Is that like no VR chat is the one the one platform that's super that's all uh that's super popular. That's the one that uh, uh Sapa has announced and every like most oh, okay. institutions. Oh, then I'm out of. I might have been in it. For yeah, probably. If you're on Steam, yeah, yeah, probably would have downloaded and checked it out. Yeah, it's actually the one that's catching on. It's like so almost like a social media, like uh, Facebook, but for VR. You meet people in VR, and that's the vibe. And it also has these things so that you can, you know, like I said, you can have host film festivals, talks, things in it. It's a world, it's alive, and real companies are using it like now to host team meetings and things like that in there. Like concerts, like I mentioned, like we did one a concert as well already. So it's really robust, and I do understand. I do agree with you. Like people, people who haven't like really experienced um, VR, it's very hard to convince them. I'm I'm glad that you have experiences in like in gaming as well, you know. And it gets super addictive as well. And there are some people who have withdrawals now on VR chat because they're always yeah. on like, always plugged in. When they come out of that, because you could be anything there, and you can live your life like fully. Exactly. And, if you, and then when you unplug, it's like it's a thing. So you know, you know, Wyatt has written about that. Like have you have you not have you not watched the Matrix? Who has not? I'm saying you though, like, cause you're you're literally bringing it up. Like that's, <laughs> like you're the opposite of Neo here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's let, let's have this, bro. No, man, I just feel, oh, bro, man, we can talk about this some other time. But I'm not approaching it from a point of like, oh, dude, like, one, I understand it's inevitable. Two, I just feel like, man, you know, there are benefits. There's, There's a lot. Here. It is the new frontier, yes. And there's a lot of benefits. It's an equalizer some, sometimes against like certain injustices even in the world that are there and certain things that are, you know, tech when used, like it's particularly these new technologies, they're really, there's really something that, that can really change. They can bring down governments. They can bring down all the stuff that we're always shouting when, when we know it's not going to change. But this, these things, you know, the NFT stuff, all the stuff, like all this shit, the shit, you know, the crypto stuff, everything, VR, XR, this thing, AI, creating stuff. These things, these are the things that we're really going to take down. There's these things that we've had problems with, you know, no, you know, injustices, all this stuff that people are always very much vocal about. Hey, this stuff effectively does away with all of that. It's as if, it's as if like, you know, when you're in the VR chats, it's as if like, there were dance countries. They, they were, it was never divided in the first place. It's just those things. Countries, money, concept of money, all of that stuff. Financial, uh, all that made up stuff we've made to, we've made throughout the, you know, history to control us and sort of like, you know, create this hierarchy in, in society. That's all like destroyed, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, a, it's everybody. If you can code, you can do it. If you can do whatever, if you're creative, we can you know, whatever you can. You don't even need to be able to code anymore. You just need to. Yeah, now you don't even because someone is that's uh, yeah. You know, they have a GUI, GUI system that can make that for you. So yeah, some of those things are like straight up. You know, so man, I I I'm for that. I'm for equal. You know, like so you're uh, you're a techno optimist essentially. Yeah, there's a oh, there's a word man they use. Uh, I'm, they oh my goodness, it's a bit okay. It's a bit heavy for this podcast, all right. But we'll talk about it. Like maybe from some other podcast if you have some other time, some other. I'm gonna get you back on here at least like within the next. I'm a crypto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm a, I'm I'm something you call a crypto anarchist. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. I know what it's that a, is. It's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's a real. Yeah, it's a yeah yeah. It's crazy. It's a whole thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're my yeah. kind of people. I uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's heavy. It's it's got yeah yeah, bro. There's a lot of. There's a lot of it's also some very deeper stuff like very that's involved around those sort of things, you know. Partly because uh, I don't know if you've heard of Cody Wilson is also part of that movement. We, the guy, the guy who created the three D gun. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's also and uh, he's also having a laugh, by the way, because <laughs> that's not why he he's choosing to make that gun. To he's trying to. He's doing a, he's making a point about it. It's not it's not yeah, he's he's not like a crazy no, he's very you should watch his interviews. He's super, very intelligent guy. And he has he's having a laugh with, you know, philosophy and how governments work and all of that stuff. And you know, they hate him, you know, the FBI, all those sort of things. And it's not really about that guy, actually. But you know, when you start listening to him, reading the books, it's like, oh wow, okay, I see what uh what this guy is on about. So I mean, it's a hell of a way to, to get attention. But yeah, yeah, because you want to do that. Basically, it's a similar thing, but a more extreme uh, example of what like I kind of did with Winnie Machina, because it was like, okay, you know what, Bob, I could have like we could I, we could talk about like what could happen. Oh, what if this happens? Oh, what if an album drops and it's fully uh, AI and da da da? And oh, you know, hypothetical stuff forever and then because the album is not there so it's like okay yeah well maybe one day it's gonna happen but if the shit is sitting there it's staring at you it's, yeah it exists, it exists. You, have to, you have to it's forcing you to engage with it so it's like forcing conversation but because he has grander ideas about politics and like um you know boundaries and countries as concepts and all that stuff he has to force it in at that at a different level the conversation yeah yeah Cool. Well, I think that's uh, gonna bring us to the end here. This is like I know, like we could chat forever about this shit because it's fucking yeah. interesting to me, and like I love hearing about all of it. But yeah, I think I think we're gonna have it a part two once once this has evolved a bit, once the conversation's gone a bit further, it's once you've probably created more of this, once there's more on Goonie Machina like out there, people have you know fucked with it, changed it up. Maybe maybe by the time next time I chat to you, there will be an actual AR artist, and yeah, they'll get to yeah, they we'll are, get to be actually, like, remember that time we predicted this? <laughs> With Nvidia, Nvidia has, is exhibiting AI. Uh, you know the guys that make the graphics card. You know Nvidia. I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Doing. Yeah, they they exhibited they did the exhibition with the AR uh, AI artists like full on and it's amazing like the stuff that do. Oh no, I mean, I mean like an artist has like with a personality and. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, dude, we yeah, need yeah, to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, yeah, got you, man. Yeah, All right, no. cool. for sure. I've, <laughs> for I've sure. seen some AR art and it's good. Like it's yeah, it's, it's better than like. <laughs> Are you gonna say it's better? Oh boy, they're gonna come for you. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, AI is better at fucking making art than, you know, some of my friends. Like, that's just the truth. Like, the is, I love my friends AI, and I'll buy their art, but like... The thing is, AI has no fear, has more than like 10 fingers. It it doesn't worry about, uh, okay, I, I have to uh, cater for people, for certain people because, oh my God, I'm not going to eat at the end of the month. It has <laughs> zero... Uh, you know, self-awareness of anything, which is the trademark exactly. of geniuses. So it's just gonna blow. It's just gonna keep hitting hard. It's just gonna get better. It's just gonna be wild. It's out there. But also, just quickly, also before we we part, uh, um, Bob, I think uh, in terms of emotion, yeah, it's a, also a very conscientious issue, and we can go on for a long uh, time about it. Like the reason why I mentioned that the conversation I had with uh, with uh, Dante was because he was saying what you're saying as well, like emotions, lived experiences. Yes, technical ability is going to be there. Like, but 
and it's, it's, it's and it's iterating what is being fed you know i mean like so that's fine all right so do you think collaboration is the way forward there is that there is that and that's what i'm doing with you know when i'm yeah. saying i'm inviting people that's exactly what this is going to be your album when you have the Bob perfect album you'll be collaborating with the ai go for it bro i really literally man you know do whatever like uh, also also all i wanted to mention like Bunny machina is also mixed by ai i didn't mix those tracks those ad tracks are mixed by ai the whole thing i made sure that i don't touch that just so i can give an, a clear a feel of what ai is capable to do throughout the whole chain from from composing to actual mixing and mastering that whole thing is ai ai to- chose made all those decisions even some stuff that i wouldn't have agreed with but i was like okay since ai this is what and i'm trying to make you know, so the whole thing is a fully AI-created uh, world. So back to the, what you're saying in terms of the experiences. Emotions, yeah. Now, we know that, for example, uh, Stevie Wonder would have made uh, music. I'm, I'm just making Stevie Wonder as an example. It could be any artist. I just also am a huge fan of Stevie. But anyway, <laughs> so we know there's things that are happening, whether it was like, uh, you know, the social uh, this thing uh, movement. Uh, justice movement is uh so uh you know things that were going around you know we know what was happening during that because of history records and stuff like that so so this is the thing as well you can also feed ai experiences because ai can scour the history books you know find out that okay so this song was made during a time that was like this in history you know what i mean it's so dangerous that's so, so dangerous so now it's so so that's sort of in a way loosely putting emotion in the song because now it can it understands that if, if people are going through something like this they make music that's like this and this is the tools that they make using these rules so it, you can also feed it history historic data, data you know what i'm saying so it, it has context of stuff so there you go that's what i'm trying that, to say that's right? just, that just scaring me but yeah we're about to head into yeah the wild wild west when it comes to all of this and i know you're excited for it personally <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little i'm a little tentative because like i said i did watch a terminator 2 growing up and <laughs> it, it left a little bit of an impact on me but i also yeah. like i understand that ai isn't that and maybe we'll get to that but <laughs> but 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 Bob, look at it. Well, look at it this way. You know, right now we're going through the whole thing. There's a whole Palestine situation, Palestine, Palestine situation, and everything, right? And this has nothing to do with AI right now. Currently, it's just humans being mean to each other, right? Right now, so the world is already messed up right now. Just humans being mad wars that are going on right now without AI being involved. Just us doing this to each other, right? So you're like, so, how much worse can it get, dude? They're throwing bombs at each other and, and, and it's just crazy. So, yeah, how much worse can you get? Like, there will be good AI and there will be bad AI as well. Like I'm saying, like I'm saying, it's not only going to be just bad AI. It's just going to be a, a for, it's just going to be like how it is now, but just only better because it's cooler. <laughs> uh, I, w- I wish I could have your optimism, but yeah, when I'm, when I'm paying for, I don't know, my slop out of the automatic machine by scanning with my arm. I don't know. I'll, I'll remember this. But there will be good AI protecting you, brother. Look, think of it that way. There's good AI, like like in self-driving cars and things like that. There's exceptional AI helping people who are disabled, you know, do amazing things, you know what I mean? So Well, that's where robotics, like I think, has its biggest uh, upsides is yeah. that. And I can see AI also having huge upsides with regards to uh, just, yeah, helping people with various different things, with disabilities and with, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. learning like disability. Well, I don't even know like what the possibilities would be, but it's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I know, I know that like you're saying, like there's the possibility for these things to actually have genuinely good impact in the world. I don't doubt that at all. I just read like all the all the media that I read and all the stuff that I watched. <laughs> You know the the hooks kind of that it all fucks out. Yeah, because like, that, it's, that's what it's, makes the story, it's amazing, right? Because it's it's entertaining that way. Well, that's why they're gonna make you know there has to be conflict in the film. Things need to blow up, man. Exactly. <laughs> so, ho- hopefully, yeah, like the future isn't what James Cameron imagined, and it's closer to <laughs> what you what you're imagining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, th- uh, hopefully, man. Hopefully. Cool. Thank you for your time. This has been fantastic. And yeah. chatting to the Bolani and Tenbu AI today, tonight. For those of you who don't know, this is actually all with an AI. It's not actually Bolani on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> oh, oh, blew my you were about to pass the Turing test. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they haven't been able, if they weren't able to tell that uh, it was AI, then that means I'm I'm a, I'm good AI. I passed the Turing test. Yeah, yeah man. But yeah, thank you. All right, man. All right. Uh, thanks for your time, bro. It's been an honor, man, and a pleasure. Like I said, like we, there's so much we could have talked about. We ended up even not talking about BFG. I know we wanted to talk about it. And there was I so know much that that's what I said. I need to chat Just the dirt and whatever, all that stuff, the juicy stuff people like, and you know, and a whole lot. Because uh, if it we started with Muta, we never even finished. And a whole lot, the Durban scene, your vibe, like how things have been. Uh, yeah, man. But hey, you know, yeah, there's always, you know, hopes to catch uh, catch you around, man, when I'm, in, when I'm in town, when I'm around. And then I'm around kids are dead, man. I think I'll just get, grab a coffee and, yeah, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah hit me up, man, because I'm, I'm moving very silently these days. But yeah, just... Send a message and we can go grab coffee, but you probably won't see me out. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not in in the vibes. But yeah, what yeah. We gonna say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Cool. Uh, we'll chat again real soon. Thank. Well, I don't know if we'll chat again real soon, but we'll chat again soon. And yeah, yeah I will, we'll definitely do this again on cast because I do like. Yeah, I wanted to chat to you about all that other stuff, but then we started chatting about this stuff, and this stuff is just stuff you know, is, it's new, wow. it's current, it's the old stuff is old and juicy i'm sure but you for know, people they would love it yeah. <laughs> but yeah no this was definitely a better conversation for yeah from my side at least i, I learned yeah. a hell of a lot so thank you yeah. once again no. i also just want to thanks thank you my brother and also i just want to also the hang just also man you did they're both perfect i always wanted to hang with you man just also just pick your brain and just find out how you feel about certain things and where culture is going and also like some of the history as well you know i'm a sponge man i absorb absorb things i always like you know real ones like yourself just you know find you know insights and and just you know learn things so yeah this should definitely happen after this uh yeah something needs to happen bro please make that album man <laughs> you know I can do, i can do some spoken word stuff i can yeah, yeah I've, got, I've, I've got some poems for sure bro do something on top of it like i'll put it on the because that, that that's going to be a second launch right the second album which no, don't, don't, don't don't push this too hard because no 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 the, sec- <laughs> the second album is just uh remember because i promised everybody that participated because i want to make like if they're not doing it on their behalf like i want to have a platform so that for all the collected works that came from collaborations with the ai so it's going to be like, I don't know, I don't have a name for it, like Kuni Machina 2 or something. Usually that stuff will be just people that have collaborated and what what they've 
uh, interpreted it onto that. So yeah, that's it. And then I'm done with this project because there's another plan for this project. Uh, you might actually, maybe you might think it's not confirmed yet. So I don't want to mention anything right now, but it's actually big, big and it involves, oh wow, should I say this? No, okay. No, I can tell, I'll tell you privately. No, 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 no podcast, but it's wild, bro. It's wild, bro. It's, uh, all I can say is Geneva. I'm just going to mention the city. <laughs> and yeah, I don't. You can just think what what's there in Geneva, but yeah, it's it's that's where it's going. That's the major point. This is just all this discussion is something around it, yes. But there's actually an even bigger play, play, um, you know, the, it's a long game, yeah. And and it's actually my good confirmation of that, like beginning of next month or end of next uh, end of it or beginning beginning somewhere, but next month. Cool. So we're gonna leave on that cliffhanger. Thank you once again, Valanium Timbo. Yeah. That was. Such a good chat. No, it was. Uh, I enjoyed myself here, yeah, man. It was, it's so chill. It's so relaxed. Thank you for having me, brother.